What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Have you ever read the, uh, the Way of the Superior Man by David Data? If you haven't, you must. Uh, I read it a long time ago, probably over a decade ago. And recently my father texted me like, hey, have you heard of this book? Have you read it? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's, you know, amazing, classic. Uh, one of the must-reads for, for men. He's like, yeah, really good. But it got me thinking. I was like, you know what? Uh, I knew I was going to be heading up to Wyoming. I'm currently recording this from my hotel room in Jackson Hole. And so I knew I'd be in a in the car for a little while. So I was like, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen to it again. So I bought on Audible, and uh, I listened to the whole thing on my drive up here um, the other day. And man, so good. I took so many so many notes, which is which is fun. The, the, the way that I do it is uh, you can actually like uh, push the little, I guess, capture clip option on Audible on the app. And it takes like a 30-second clip, and then you can add a note to it. So I'll just put a little note in there as to referring, what, referring to what that little bookmark was all about. And <clears throat> one of these that really stuck out to me was the masculine error. And I've fallen into this. I think most guys, and, and, and women for that matter, right? Because masculine is not just men. Masculine and feminine qualities are expressed by all of us, men and women. And so it talks about the, the masculine error is to believe that one day things will ultimately change. <laughs> that we will arrive somewhere and, and that life will be fundamentally different than it is. It's a lie, as David Data talks about in the book. And uh, it's like, oh, one day when I get that promotion, or one day once I have X amount of dollars in my bank, or oh, one day when my wife finally understands this about me, then she'll stop nagging. Or one day when I am able to, to reach my, my health goal, then I'll be able to, to feel more confident. You know, <laughs> one day. One day in the future, uh, when I'm able to to get this thing done, then I'll be able to actually really go do something that I love to do. When I can finally, you know, get out of this job, then I'll be able to to be happy. And I remember thinking those same things, and uh, it was <laughs> not surprising, I guess, if 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 you've listened to more than one episode of this podcast, you'll hear me talk about how my life, my life changed when I went to my first Tony Robbins event. And that was when he, he kind of drilled that same point into my head. I'm like, we all kind of <laughs> live um, under this notion that we're not going to die, you know, that, that we have time. <laughs> and that, you know, 
someday in the future, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And, and yet the future never comes. We just continually put off the things that we say that we really would love to do because there's things that we, you know, we have to do. You know, oh, it'd be, it would be so nice to live, you know, in this place, but, uh, you know, I have to keep working in this job and keep paying the bills. And so I love, you know, the, the David Data talks about that in the way of the superior man <clears throat> because it's a lie, because it never ends. What we have to come to, to recognize as he talks about is that the only thing we really have is the present moment. And so he challenges uh, the, the listeners or the readers of his book to, to, to stop putting things off and, and to think that, okay, one day then you're going to get to it. He challenges the, the readers to actually start committing. He says an hour, which I think is like, oh, that's, that's actually a lot of time. I'd say even 15 minutes. Spend 15 minutes doing the thing that you've been talking about doing, oh, when, when you arrive. You know, when I'm, when I'm able to get to this, then I will do the thing. And so it's like, focus on being happy now. Focus on dialing in joy and fulfillment and peace and less stress now, rather than when you think something will come to a completion date or when you have arrived, then you'll be able to magically have whatever you think you're going to have. Because it, it is, it's, it's one of those things where life is actually more of that feminine, where where there is no, you know, the masculine's like, okay, I'm going to set out, I'm going to set this goal, I'm going to put all my focus on it, put my blinders on, no distractions, I'm going to accomplish this goal. It's a beautiful thing. The feminine, though, is more in the, in the you know, let's feel this now. Let's let's enjoy this now. So w- when I'm watching a, an amazing movie or uh, a show on Broadway or listening to an awesome song or I'm at a concert or I'm hanging out with people, like all that joy and what I love, even like going for a hike. Uh, the last couple of days I've been up in the mountains here hiking with my dog and working out and just uh, taking a little bit of vacation, sitting in the hot tub, like... A lot of that is just enjoying the feeling of being in the present moment. Like, oh my God, look at that view. Or smell, smell those, those evergreen trees, the spruce trees. Uh, even inside this hotel, it's, it smells good. <laughs> like, damn, mm, smells good. That's more of the feminine. The feminine brings the, the, the enjoyment of the here and now where a lot of times the masculine is like no no I can't I can't I can't enjoy this right now because I have to focus on you know don't distract me I'm focusing on on getting to that end goal and then I will be able to experience that feeling and I think the the in the way of the superior man as well as you know my book becoming kings as well as uh what I talk about here on this podcast it's the way of the superior man, becoming kings, it's all, it's all similar stuff, right? It's about us, each of us, you and I, <clears throat> those that we, you know, hang out with and associate with are, are men who are committed to being our best versions of ourselves, right? But again, the fallacy is to think that, oh, once we've become 
a king, then I will be happy. Then I will be confident. Then I will have, you know, greater self-esteem. <laughs> when in truth, like, it's really not about the destination, as Tony Robbins would say. It's about the man that you become along the journey of pursuing that goal. There's nothing wrong about goals and pursuing accomplishments and but but the error is to think that things will be different once we get there. So you have to dial into those things here and now while you are on your way. Because you will never not be on your way. You'll always be <laughs> moving on that timeline of uh ticking seconds and minutes and hours and days and weeks and months and years and decades. You know what I mean? This life is really, really short. And I think that's one of those things that, that, like I said, Tony really drilled into my head is like, man, stop putting off the things that you say you're going to do and do them. For me personally, it was like I had always been saying like, oh, one day I'm going to live in the mountains. One day I'm going to move to Colorado. One day I'm going to, you know, quit my job and work for myself. And so I, I set these goals. I was like, okay. I'm going to do this, you know, <laughs> I'm going to do this and quit my job. I'm just, I'm going to start, you know, uh, aligning my ducks, if you will, so that I can move out West. And at the time I was married and I was like, I don't know how I'm going to fucking do this. <laughs> I'm working for the family business at the time. I was getting paid well, but I was so passionless and so apathetic and numb and, and, <laughs> Well, the only feelings I really was often feeling was like anger, frustration, uh, some of the more lower vibrational emotions. So I wanted to get away from those. I was thinking that once I moved out west, then I would be happy. <laughs> so, you know, that was the the 29-year-old version of me. I had to learn the lessons the hard way, uh, as we as we all do. And you might listen to this and think and, and intellectually get it, but it's oftentimes not until you actually begin to do it does it really sink in. So I quit my job and I started a business. <laughs> and it was four years later, four fucking years later. Granted, I built a business which, which gave me excuses, more reasons for why I should be, you know, staying in St. Louis. But it was me going back to another Tony Robbins event four years later that I was finally like, oh my God. <laughs> um, and it was just, I, I just decided, I was like, okay, enough is enough. I keep saying one day when, and I, and I just had to come to the real honest truth of like, you arrive when you say that you arrive, right? One day when I moved to, to Colorado, I realized no one's going to actually move me. No one's going to make the decision but me. And I made that decision on my birthday. It was uh, early September. And I was out there. I was out there within two weeks. Moved. Did I have a place to stay? Nope. I reached out to my one friend. Uh, my best friend from third grade. She let me crash on her couch for three weeks. Um, and I didn't know where I was going to stay after that. 
and I didn't know what I was going to do. <laughs> and sure enough, someone on Facebook saw that I was out in Colorado, someone that I didn't really know that well. They were friends with my older siblings who went to school with them. Like, hey, we're in Stapleton. You know, we have a carriage house. You can come stay there for, you know, I mean, pay us rent. But, you know, we, we've got a availability for a month if you need a place to stay. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. That was just days right before the end of the the three weeks were up uh, when my I could no longer crash on my friend's couch. And during that time, during that next month, I found myself a studio apartment and uh, signed a one-year lease. And so I say all that just as a, a little simple story because literally I just decided to go. The old version of me was like, oh, well, I need to know where I'm going to live. And I, I guess I want to know, like, have friends out there. I don't know, like, what am I going to do? Like, I just come up with all these reasons for <laughs> why I, I couldn't pursue that dream. <clears throat> was I happier once I got out to Colorado? Yeah, actually, in many ways I was, and yet it 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 wasn't sustainable because I I, I still brought all of my old habits, uh, my own insecurities. Of course, I brought me with me, right? But life was certainly better, and I focused on the next two years, just focusing on on creating a lifestyle that I could fall in love with, and I did. But I, but again, I tell you the story because I didn't know what the fuck I was doing, dude. Like I literally had no idea uh, what I was doing. And, and and quite frankly, I saw other guys doing things like that, right? Oh, I just decided to go, you know, live in Fiji and jumped on a plane, bought a ticket, one night flight, and I went. I'm like, what? That sounds ludicrous. Like you got some serious balls. I, I would always always judge myself against those people and be like, I'm not courageous enough. That's just not me. I'm not a risk taker. And eventually I was like, you know what? I have to stop listening to that voice and just go for it. (laughs) And uh, I've been in Denver now, what, seven years? Crazy. And, uh, And I love being in the mountains. I'm literally looking out the window at all these beautiful aspen trees and the Jackson Hole Ski Resort. Ah, and uh, I say all this just because, it, just like David Data says, just like Tony Robbins says, just like I'm saying, it's it's all the same principles, right? You just cannot keep putting off the things that you say that you really want to do, thinking, lying to yourself that one day when you get all your ducks in a row, or one day when, when you've accomplished then, then, you know, accomplished this, then you can go live then you can go do the things that you really want to do. Dude, the the truth is that will that time will never come unless you decide it's going to come. It doesn't mean you have to literally say, okay, I'm out. <laughs> two, two weeks later, move somewhere. That was easy for me because I was single. Um, you know, I was renting. I just was out, you know. Uh, if I lived in a house, which I had been earlier when I was married, I moved out of that house and put renters in it so that I'd have more flexibility. And then ultimately was able to to move uh, more quickly. And I think that's a big part of it is sometimes when we find ourselves deep into the rat race and we have the huge house, big mortgages, you have the car payments, you have you have painted yourself into a corner of having to be tied to the rat race. 
meaning meaning you you cannot potentially leave your job all that comfortably because you have so much uh you know debt and especially if you're married or you have a spouse or you have kids or whatever the case might be everyone's situation is different but mind you like yes it took me 6 months to get my ducks in a row to actually leave my job then it took me another six months to figure out what job to start or what business to start. Then that took four years to build to where I could then, you know, well, I built that business and then my online coaching business took off. And once I was coaching more people and making more money on my online business than my gyms, then I moved out to, you know, to Colorado. And a year later I sold off my gyms, right? So it's been it's been progressive. So don't don't think as you're listening to this like, oh Johnny just made a decision and then boom he was out there. It was dude, it was tough and it was scary and it took time. But it, it, that's life though, right? So you gotta do the same thing. You just gotta be clear about what it is that you ultimately want. And then start drawing the line in the sand, man, and start <laughs> the sand man. draw the line in the sand, bro. And you have to start becoming intentional about your actions that will lead you in that direction. Um, because we we cannot, at least if you're, if you're part of this community, <laughs> uh, this community of, of becoming kings, the community of being the best version of yourself, the community of, you know, the buck stopping with you, you take full responsibility for your results, then you have to get intentional about what it is that you want to do. And you got to start doing it. Otherwise, you got no one to to blame but yourself if you don't you know realize your dreams. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyways, bro. I uh, hope that's helpful. Uh, I think it's the 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 advice that I continually need because even when you accomplish one level, there's always the next level above it, right? And uh, the lifestyle I live now, I could not even have fat you know fathomed mm, ten years ago. And yet, here I am, and, and I love it, yes, and yet there's other things that I want more now, right? That's just human nature. We want to constantly be growing and improving. So, but just take it one step at a time. Don't overwhelm yourself with thinking about going to, to level 10 when all you have to do is focus on the, the one step in front of you. And that's the best piece of advice that I need to give myself because I can <laughs> overwhelm myself by getting too many steps ahead of myself. So, anyways, man, that would be my suggestion just like data, David Data suggested, don't do an hour. Literally do five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes of, of putting intentional time towards living the life that you keep putting off saying that you want to live. Oh, once you arrive, start focusing on enjoying that right here and now. And I believe that your life's perspective will begin to, to fundamentally shift. That's the truth. All right, brother. Thanks for tuning in. We'll uh, catch up with you on the flip side. Cheers. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email 
at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.